and how many of these vessels, these, these God bodies are running around disconnected or just not clear? Mm, many, many um, off of the narrative of brokenness um, because brokenness needs to prove, brokenness needs to fix. Um, brokenness even notices that um, brokenness says that there is, I have to solve. Um, wholeness says I have everything that I need to do to create within me. Good morning, everybody. Today's episode was super dense and super packed with so much mm, fire, gold, resonance, and truth. So I really took time to articulate the show notes. So please use those as a guide as they are there for your support and your own navigation. But if you resonate with anything, feel free to screenshot it at myself, at Dr. Crystal Jones, as there is a lot of amazingness in here for you. And we have also hit the thousand download mark. Let's go. So keep sharing with your friends and enjoy today's episode of Soul Coffee. Welcome to another episode of Soul Coffee. Today's guest Man, she carries the world with her presence and nothing short of that. When connecting with her on even just a brief bio, she offered this. I am in a consistent practice of allowing that which seeks to be seen, known, and felt through me. My work in the world is to anchor the depth of presence. I want y'all to just ruminate on that. And when it comes to her superpower, her superpower is curiosity. The language of her voice is disruption. Y'all, please welcome and snap on in Dr. Crystal Jones. <laughs> Here for it. What wants to be revealed? Oh, man. Doc, I'm just, I'm just super, super excited as, man, even, it's already wild that it's been about two and a half years since I even first heard about you or heard about your work. And mm. when you, when you were a conduit and when you just, what you delivered on the stage of the awful convention with, with Brett Jones and with the wonderful superhero team of conscious doctors and human beings. One thing that really stuck with me is I won't say the challenge, but the challenge for people's narrative of uh, who am I? Why am I here? And when it comes to interactions with you, you're like, and what do you want with me? And I feel as though that is very powerful because it really, even in just those three questions, you could meditate on, you could dive into the importance of it. And it just allows people a window and an opportunity to be super clear in how they move in the world. Would you care to elaborate? Man, how did you begin to even dive into the importance of asking these questions? Um, clarity has always been a thing. I think my parents named me Crystal for a reason. Um, but clarity is, is it, it, for my brain, it's very helpful for it to be feeling like it's moving in one direction. Even if there are many things that are going on to be clear about who I am, um, like why I, why I am doing what I am doing to have the stillness enough to have right inspired action um and then to say what 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 is it that you want for me so i can know how i can serve you best um and that's a question that i ask myself in my meditation who am i 
what, like, what, what is it that, what is it that you need from me? What, what action feels most inspired um, and right in this, in this now moment? That's a question that I asked for myself. And I recognize that I'm always mirroring that um, in every single communication that I'm having with another person or another being in general. And so I'm asking that to myself over and over again through the mirrors that, I'm graced to witness every single day and every single moment of every single day. I ask that to these plants that are here, like they're, they're where they want to be. They are serving what they want. And I know it can sound cliche, but I think being clear in the action, um, it, it leaves room to be a conscious co-creator. And, uh, Um, I think I think of that in every single thing that I do. I, I want to be aware. Um, I want to be aware enough to accept what's happening and allow it. And then from there, offer shift. Mm. Um, but not without just, not without moving through all of that. Mm. Really mm-hmm. important. It's, it says this, you, you listen, move, listen. And mm-hmm. in a world with such a charge, you could say in westernized society in America where it's do, do, do. Do, mm-hmm. do I really want to emphasize it really is a superpower for your people to be curious and to I love that you said bear witness to what can be an unlimited you know co-creation of this life experience because so often I feel people put a box of what a certain experience needs to look like or interactions with people and, or titles and what can come with that so to be able to bear witness and go with what feels right And I imagine attuning to your spirit as you can listen to both your body and you can observe and you can bear witness to your thoughts. Man, that really, really is a superpower. Mm, It allows that thing that we used to have when we were two, three, that curiosity, that inner child, the one that wants to play, the one that's much more open, um, the one that is available to to express that which wants to be seen through it, it. It gives that it gives the atmosphere for that to happen. Mm. Um, when, what else? Well, it's just, it's just, it's an opening. And I, through so much of life, I, I can, I've moved through it closed. I moved through it needing to know answers. I needed to find a thing that I was doing. I needed to define things. And I really find that, um, many things don't need to be defined. Like life is to be experienced um, in its fullness. And how is this for me? How is this continually for me? It feels like an eruption at all times and it never, ever stops. And I get to experience that all the time. Curiosity really just, it begs the question, uh, what what wants to be seen through me in, in this interaction? What wants to be known through me in this interaction? And I can notice very quickly when I'm out of that practice, um, and, and it is a world right now where everybody's like, what do I need to do? How do I need to do it? Like what, let me do it. And I think a lot of times doing is controlling, right? Because sitting says whatever needs to be revealed will be revealed and you'll know whatever right action is. But I think when we say, what can we do? It makes us feel like we're doing something when we were incarnated to be, we're incarnated to be and stillness, stillness is the thing that provides clear action. It just, it, it is. That, that's my truth. Mm, and I, I love that as a, a dope, as you said in the pre-chat, I was talking to Kivian yesterday and it's like, even when you're sitting still, you are still moving. 
only when you're sitting still are you actually moving in a directed <laughs> space. Everybody else, I mean, every time else, I feel like there is honestly not much direction. There, there is what mm. can, and, and hustle works for many people, but it's a very closed down, like it's something that feeds on itself. Stillness mm. is the only stillness is the is, is action of the law that always says yes. Um, and it says it, what needs to be seen through me, what needs to be known through me instead of what do I need to do to make myself useful? Mm. One of them asks a question one, and the other one assumes that in my wholeness, I am of great value. And so what part of my wholeness can be of most value to the, the universe at this time? Goodness, and this oh, this is massive. As even if you think about it, as I've been, I've just been diving and layering in uh, with the Alchemist's Triune, which is like my coaching strategy or my process for taking people and transmuting the burnout in their life. And one aspect to it is we talk about how you are the sun. I'd almost yeah. even say the sun is sitting still. And we're we're what everything is. To, in, in, in its own, it, there, it's a dance. dance. Stillness is still a dance. You know what I mean? Like mm. the sun and the, and the moon and, and the galaxy, all of it's rotating and it's in this dance, but it's all aware of what it needs to be doing. And so it is sitting in stillness, but the action is very much right and, mo- and, and it, it is moving based on what it needs to do. And I think that's what stillness is. I think this conversation is stillness. I think I think everything is stillness and stillness is just really that, that invitation for clarity. Um, and it, it's, it's fully embodied. It's an, an embodied movement because a lot of movements I see Ooh. often are bodied movements. They aren't embodied. The mind, the spirit and the soul are in, in unison. And it's like, how can we, how can we invite that more? And I feel like stillness even if your legs are moving, the mind, body, and spirit are, are in unison. Uh, that that the, the beingness and the soul that, that creates that narrative and the spirit that is perfect um, and that is flowing through it at all time are all just moving and we're recognizing it. And then we're, ne- we're, we're saying, if something doesn't feel in, in this flesh, something doesn't feel right, what, narratism, if, what narratives, mm-hmm. narrative is the perfection of spirit moving through that my soul is speaking Hmm, how can i speak how can i how can i live through that how is whatever my soul is speaking right for this moment rather Mm. than what is wrong how can i fix it what am i in alignment with rather than what i need to be aligned you're always aligned but clarity says i know what i'm aligned with you know Yes, man, y'all, this might just be a short podcast because she's already dropping the heaviest of gems like right off rip. So um, for you, Doc, what is one way you either re-recognize your wholeness or get back into alignment or spirit or what's some indicators maybe in your body that you might be moving body or body wise versus embodied? Mm-hmm. I can feel a lot of things in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it feels like it honestly feels like something's sitting on my chest and it mm. feels like my lungs are closing down, um, because I'm not breathing. Um, and, and, you know, that's a secondary thought of, Oh, I'm not breathing. But the thing that I noticed, and, you know, recently I just took four days off because I was like, Oh, okay. I'm not breathing. I felt that in my body. And I was like, 
my body's not really here for this. Whatever you're doing, we're not really here for this. Let's get more in tune um, with, with the oneness um, as opposed to what do I need to do to shut my body's wisdom down? Um, and I can know that I'm, I'm far, I'm, I'm very far gone um, when I try to start manipulating the sounds of my body and, and when my body is screaming. I can tell that I've moved past the feeling of it to the silencing of it. And at that point, um, it's time to take some days off and sit in my meditation room and just get real, real still um, before I even invite the idea of someone else supporting me. I love that. And I love that you allow yourself to get quiet. And a lot of people, I guess, stretch their vacation days oh so thin or they mm, they try to it's like people try to do vacation. But it's like, you know, there's a difference, I feel, between honoring self and vacation. And again, it goes back to what narratives are navigating your life or running your life. And who are you listening to? And what constructs are you working in? And man, I love that you said, when it feels like you're manipulating the sounds of your body, I feel like people have really become deaf at listening and paying attention to what their body might be saying. And that is so, so critical as our body is our instrument to move through this world. And uh, even just sitting in meditation today, uh, one of my brothers, uh, one of my boys, Oscar, um, he's talking about how he's getting back in shape. He's like, yeah, I could see the vessels returning, you know, to my skin, like, I guess in a little bit more potency. And I was like, hmm, clear vessel. But I was like, clear vessel. And then I thought, well, what's the heart? Heart is heart of the world or heart of the universe. It says, I have everything that I need to do to create within me. Uh, in, in, in any type of relationship, we entered into those relationships from a lens of wholeness. What would it be like to support each other? Um, how, how would it be to, in our divine right, continue to support each other um, versus, um, and, and it doesn't have to be polar or binary in nature, yes. um, how, how can I fix you? Because there's something that is broken within you. There's something that is broken and, and I need to figure out what to do. I think as soon as we figure out what to do, we close off our creative centers because we go into our mind. We, I mean, we go into our brain and we're like, I got to tell it what to do and, or whatever. But the truth is we have everything within us to create the change that, that needs to happen. But we have to move from that whole awareness of I'm acknowledging, I'm accepting that this is true. I'm allowing it to be and saying, from this place do I want to shift? Because I have a creative genius too. It, the creative genius is the same thing as universal intelligence, um, God, source, uni whatever we want to call it. If, if, if we are in the same image of that which flows through us, um, then the creation never stops. The mm. ability to create something new never stops. But there are moments when brokenness sets in or there are moments when um, we're not just, we're not connected. And that's, and it's perfectly fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's the nature of human. We wouldn't need mindfulness if our mind didn't wander. Um, <laughs> but it's really potent to have a practice on um, being aware. A practice just because, not because something doesn't feel right, but I'm mindful just because 
I need to be embodied, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many, so many avenues to dive down into. I love how you said, uh, the narrative of brokenness can stem as it's immediately like an external value of wanting to fix things can, yeah. can be there. And with all that's going on and you could say uh, racially in this country or the chaos, these mm-hmm. systems. Mm-hmm. And as Dr. Lance von State equated, he said, racism isn't the weed or the plant that's growing in the garden. It's the soil. Absolutely. And that really, uh, I literally just, cried when mm-hmm. I saw that like just rolled over and cried and I'm curious to your thoughts on this is just one aspect of life and you know disconnect but what's one way we can till the soil obviously individually but what other strategies can we perhaps implement as a society as a oneness as an organism as a species to cultivate that soil in love and in wholeness and in everything is already within you as one person does something, another person can do that same, same thing differently and beautifully. Mm. You know, I really think it, it narrows down into, if we're going to speak specifically right now, and, and this is nothing new, racial tensions is, is nothing new. Racism is nothing new because it's systemic in nature. And um, I think what's happening now is love is being expressed in anger and love is anger. Love is not the opposite of anger. Um, anger is something that people are moving at this moment the same way you move anything else. There's a lot of things that are being moved. And I think what's really important is to trust that um, and to trust that the things that are being pulled up, the things that are seemingly being destroyed are being destroyed because there is something new that needs to be created. And you can see where the systems say, don't do this, don't do that, fight it with this, or we need to do it in this. And, And what I hear a lot is, well, let's do it peacefully. Now, if peace is the true nature of all things, then the way that it is showing up right now is still peace. It's just not the peace that you've seen it. So peace can also look like fire. Peace can also look like burning it down. Peace can look like all of that. But I think when we use peace, we're kind of weaponizing it and saying, my goodness, let's protect the system by saying peace. But the truth of it is that the same thing like creative genius. Peace is the true, truthful nature of all things. And if we truly believe that, if we truly believe that the system always, and I, and I don't mean racism, the nervous system of the universe always knows what it needs to be doing, then this thing that is happening right now is the peace that is needed. And, some, and, and, the, and I can see where it's just being used as what, like peace is not a thing. Peace is not a way that you yes. approach anything. Peace is who you are. And I think for right now, peace, um, I think anger, I think rage, I think all of those things are divine and they're holy disruption for that which needs to be seen, heard, and felt. Um, and so it needs, I, I think it's less of what do we need to do and it's saying, what will we continue to allow? Will we allow those mm. things to happen? Because, and, and the question more so is, why are those things happening more than like, what's happening? Why, why are these things happening? And what languages do I need to understand? And personally, it is not my job to break down a system that had absolutely nothing to do nor benefit me. Um, and so if I sit in stillness mm-hmm. enough and I'm not, uh, and I trust my anger, I trust my rage, and I mirror that and I trust that on other people, then all we're, even the anger and the rage is stillness. If we're trusting it, 
Yes. Um, for trusting all of that, it's all stillness. It's all, it's all the thing that needs to be done to emerge what needs to be emerged. Ooh. It's, it's, I, I don't, it, it, I think a lot of us talk about a philosophy believe, philosophy we believe. Either we believe it or we don't believe it. We either believe that there is this universal intelligence inside of all beings that absolutely knows every single thing that it needs to do. Um, and that if we recognize that there's so much that has altered the language, and I don't say alter like it's a bad thing, alter the way that that language comes out, then we have to trust it. Um, and we have to get still. And I think in stillness, we begin to trust. And then we say, what right action is needed for me at this time? We don't ask other people. We ask ourselves, what, who do I need to become so that the question isn't asked anymore? Versus what do I need to do to fix it? Or to fix the explosion that is happening, because I'm not saying to, to fix racism. That needs to be burned down. I am clear as day that that needs to be burned down. But to fix the things that we're seeing as a result of racism, that's nothing to be fixed. It wasn't working. So what, what, is, what are we doing? We're realigning, we're, we're making things. Uh, we're making things in a way that brings about peace. Mm. Peace is not a way you do stuff. Peace is what is. Peace is what is, and I love, and I love the, I love thinking of nature in this capacity is because even thinking nature, say there's a lightning storm, that's peace. That lightning bolt comes down, starts a fire, forest fire, that, that tree, when it goes down and it burns, it will give the nutrients, it will give the soil new life and it will perpetuate the cycle of life. And I love that you said the nervous system of the universe, if we allow source, God, universe, whatever higher power, as a lot of people forget that there's a, a magic that's at work, if you will, if you're willing to listen, pay attention and, and move with it and mm -hmm. realize that you are a part of it and perpetuating it. I love that you said it is not what I need to do, but is who do I need to become and who do I need mm. to become? So that way the root cause of these symptomatologies of whether it be rioting, burning things down, looting, that's just a symptom. And a lot of people are so worried about the symptom. And I'm like, you are still focused on the distraction and you're trying to put a Band-Aid, put a pill to the symptomatology of it. But if you don't take care of the cause as the cause has been ingrained for hundreds and hundreds of years and literally how this country in particular was founded upon in that, I didn't even say chaos, but in that, you say malice, however you may want to word that, the uprooting of it is going to come individually of the cells or the individual plants that just need to be but be not try to be something else like plants don't try to be something else no the grass just grows towards the sun or if it's trees upon a wonderful strong redwood like that branch is going to move as it needs to to get the nourishment that it needs to and those leaves and those fruits are going to reach high and just reach for it and it's just it's just being but it's planted in its roots and it's planted in, you could even say it's philosophy and those roots are deep and connected. Guess to who? Mother Earth. And it will always regulate itself. Always. <sighs> it, it will always regulate itself. It, I don't know what else to say besides it knows how to regulate itself. And what, 
well, I'm very careful when I hear the terminology of regulation. Are we calling writing regulation, regulation writing? Are we calling regulation looting? Are we calling regulate? Call it what it is. The system is trying to regulate itself and is doing what it's needing to do to regulate it. And it's coming through people who are regulating themselves. Mm-hmm. And it, that's, it, it's moving from a, a centralized, oh, this is the power and people are recognizing their power. And no matter what the manifestation of it is, when you recognize the power of who you are, you can have, do, and be, say anything, and it will come to pass because there is power in who you are and you can yeah. have anything. Now, if you recognize it as that rather than the things that we're calling it, the diseases that we're calling it, mm-hmm. then you would recognize that the people that are regulating themselves have probably lived on the other side the complete other side of it everything in nature will regulate itself everything and so that's what's happening and because people are people we are nature we are nature we're not any our, our vibration is different our, our, our frequency is different mine is different than yours it's different than this and if we recognize in a, a really important, it's really important when we're talking in spiritual context of oneness that it's not used as a bypass. If we're really, really, really talking about oneness, then we all are one. And so all of it is happening. And so what I'm noticing now is that it used to be, um, well, okay, so poor black people, it's hard for them. Let me see how I can help them. And now it's like, oh, wow, I'm feeling what they felt. One percent, point zero zero one percent, and now it's like, oh my goodness, it's a lot, and like, let me run away from that. No, mm-hmm. if we're gonna talk about oneness, then we want this. Come here, um, <laughs> come feel this, come feel this, <laughs> feel it, feel it all. And and the thing is, like, when when it seems like there's a power dynamic, which there is in the in the system, the systemic racism, um, you feel like when it's being taken away from you, and you're just like. Oh, I didn't think I had it or I didn't think I played in it, but like I did because now that everything needs to change, including education, including corporate systems, including all those things, now that everything needs to change and the thing that was once serving me is now kind of being taken away from me, many questions arise. I'm like, oh my goodness, and I guess I have been upholding this and I've actually been happy with the system. Been happy with the system because it's been working for me and now you're seeing hasn't been working for other people. And I just think this isn't a conversation that I don't have with somebody that's sitting in front of me for breath work. It is the exact same thing. The body is always going to regulate itself. Um, I truly believe that. I don't speak any philosophy that I don't believe. And so if I do that, I actually have to trust what's happening. I have to trust it. And I have to sit in stillness to say, what is mine to do here? now who do i need to become to be available who do i need to become to hear see and let be known what what wants to be known through me what 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 is it what pathway of stillness do i need to get to to be able to hear it and then am i committed to that voice because that's the that's the action am i committed to Am I committed to that action? Now we can say that about anything that if we want to talk about well-being, we want to talk about racism, we talk about anything because it's all the same thing. Um, do we trust it or do we not trust it? Mm. This isn't new. I will say this a million times. This is not new 
I just think people that were in power that didn't recognize that their power are feeling things. And when they feel things, now things have to shift. Mm. It comes with the feeling. It comes with the feeling. Let's, let's All go embodied. Let's, <laughs> let, oh, let's go ahead and breathe that. Breathe that on in, y'all. If y'all riding in your car, just take a nice deep breath right real quick. <sighs> because as Dr. Crystal Jones is just doing such an amazing job of, if y'all not listening or if y'all not really hearing her, She's saying trust. She's saying trust what's going on right now, y'all. Everything is going according to plan. It may not be, quote unquote, the educated mind's plan, but it's working at a bigger compass. It's working at a larger compass. Uh The body is self-regulating. And if we as a one species, if we are, the more we are connected, that's why things are, I think, so, so, I mean, I'll say this, and it's with love. But the opportunity that COVID and this phase of history provided for us is a giant mirror. And mm. in the giant mirror, there's things as one body. We're looking at the mirror as one species. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, I see that. Oh, oh, I, this is uncomfortable. I got I to gotta get out of here. I can't look at my reflection. And there's parts of us that are now holding us. It's like, no, it's okay to feel this because there are other parts to your body that were feeling this. And if you, you weren't aware to it or you were choosing not to be aware to aware of it, now you have the awareness of it. Now you're experiencing the energy in motion, the emotion that other parts of the body are feeling. And now you're more connected to that. So now all together, please, let's make a move as one more conscious, aware, human being, body, organism, species. It's all over the world. The world, yeah. literally the world is, is calling for change. Literally the world is aware. There's no, there's no curtain that things can hide behind anymore. Because no. I'd say things are revealing it because people in the slowdown, in the stillness, they're able to even see, oh, well, why is that? Or, well, why, am, why is my body in this state of dis-ease or stress? Or how did I get here? Or how are my brothers and sisters doing in this profession, in healthcare, and in other means? I was like, well, what things? Wow. Well, if I miss that, there's these, these feelings of guilt or shame. And it's like, it's okay, boo. Like, feel those things, but don't get stuck in them and paralyze yourself. Because that doesn't equate to hundreds of years of not just guilt and shame, but pain, anguish, the whole gamut of expressions. So now that you've got a little taste of what's actually out there, what are you going to do about it? Mm, or, how are you going to transmute that energy? Ooh, who are you going to be because of it? Right. I mean, yes. They, the, the, the energy in motion is here to teach you. And so who will you become because of it? Or will you reject the feeling and project that out to someone else and like, and get someone else to explain it to you because you need to hear it in your mind. When your body is really feeling it, will you project it and instead of allowing it to move through and transmuting that energy, are you going to try to use, uh, try to read your way through this? Are you going to try to <laughs> yeah. um, intellectualize your way through a process that we are being called into right now? And and one thing that's been very apparent is a lot of the escapisms that that even seem healthy, um, including people, including a lot of connection was unhealthy because a lot of us were processing our our things through touching other people 
rather than coming together in wholeness. And so when we were having the feelings, a lot of people were missing the contact with other people because they couldn't, they, they had to process things on their own mm-hmm. and come. And, and I wonder now as we're creating connection, are our connections going to be from a lens of wholeness um, versus the lens of gossip, the lens of brokenness, the lens of like, let me tell you about what happened rather mm-hmm. than how are we going to collectively create what needs to be created right now now that it's all there it's all available and this is not a moment by any any means this we're not returning back to normal that's not even possible to return back to something there is but what how how are you moving forward what responsibility are you going to take in moving forward even if the responsibility that you need to take is to make sure that your life matters because we can't just say it if you're not going to take responsibility and allow your nervous system to rest and allowing if we're saying black lives matter then if it's a black person that's saying then the black person needs to recognize i am a black life that matters and what do i need to do right now to empower myself and take responsibility to become the shift that needs to happen for myself so that I can reflect that to other people. Um, It's a responsibility on everybody right now. And I think it looks quite different because some of it is, um, wow, I'm I'm waking up to, this is the work that I need to do on myself. And I can't believe I was, I have all this internalized anti-blackness and all of these kinds of things. That's a wake up call. And then something else is saying like, okay, wait, all of this, this, this feels very new for me right now. Will I allow all of this, this to happen? Not so that I can keep growing. You don't need to figure out how to grow. You're going to grow the seed inside of you. You already are. You already are. So I just think, I think there's so much that's coming of it. And I think, um, and I'm well aware that no matter how we look at it, there's responsibility, but responsibility comes from clarity. Otherwise, we're just doing stuff and ain't getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, or doing things to protect what felt normal and safe before. Uh, you got to know your motive. Got to know your motive. Oh, my goodness. I love, as you said, responsibility comes from clarity. And to mm. bring things full circle in this conversation, y'all, That's why it's important to get clear so that way you can realize and recognize what are you responsible for? And I love that you set a means of empowerment. If we're going to say Black Lives Matter, what is each individual doing to make sure that you matter? It's like to, I almost want to say to play on words, it's like to recognize your matter because this skin that is more melanated, that is the vast majority in the world, I will echo just for everybody to hear, like you are not a minority in this world. You are No, I'm here for that. (laughs) (laughs) You are not the minority in this world because I want y'all to become people of the world because that's that's to be able to access more depth in this life. You quite necessarily, I say you don't have to, but you can travel and when you can travel not even i'm talking like go to another country that that's amazing and you already got people that have traveled in this life but are you open to what their history are you open to sitting and listening to how things have been for this person and picking up on the reflections of it triggers all the way to shared experiences and everything in between because that is the beauty of life and 
man, if we can empower each other through our own life experiences and sit with each other, I mean, you'll probably come into contact. There's probably some crazy stat. You'll probably average person meet maybe 100,000 people in their life. I don't know what it is, but I really believe that there is a divinity in that because, I mean, I don't know if you can meet all 8 billion people in the world. Like, that'd be freaking amazing. Like, wow. Um, And I'd even say to that, but how much of their lives have you integrated? How much of the lessons are you integrating about from the people around you? What are you picking up? What are you sharing? But I say, what are you giving? What are you picking up? Because that's something that's highly important in perspective and awareness before you, I don't want to say before you'd even go out and share, but your, your expression or that sharing will change to begin with. Uh, if it doesn't, then what was it even for? <sighs> I think the, the reason that I, I meet any human or any being is to see God, universe, source. I, I, I need to know it more. And the way that I can know mm. that which animates my body is to communicate with you and know you more. But I have to see you in that way. Um, and anything that I'm like, you know, I don't want to see this in you. I'm recognizing either I don't want to see this in myself. I'm not ready to see that version of God. Okay. Yeah. I'm not ready to see the universe, the, 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 that version of the universe, that universal intelligence, that version. No, not, not so much, but it's recognizing that I'm having a resistance and saying it, it's okay that I have the resistance now. Uh, um, do I trust that I have the resistance and do I trust that which is within me to know that I will know that more in another way in the perfect mm. time, because the only mm. thing that exists is perfect time. Um, so powerful. Mm. So, so powerful. You are powerful. Thank you for igniting this and, <laughs> and, and revealing with me. Like, I think revealing is so, so important more than like telling or being an expert. Like, uh, how can I reveal yes. what's, what's within me? You yes. Know? It's the true teacher. Like teachers yeah. aren't meant to put students in boxes and everything, but they're supposed to be able to free students in thought. And if we're all students of life, that literally means we're all teachers at the same time. Mm. And I love the child example as you're not, you're not there to throw up your life expression and make a version 2.0 of yourself, but instead that child is gonna be a sacred mirror for you and will reveal to you, how are you being? And are you in alignment? Are you in integrity? with the ecosystem that is your house and the ecosystem that is the community and the ecosystem that is the school and the town. And then it just permeates out from up, up from there. And it all comes back to, are you home? Yeah. Are you safe? And, and, and then we have to ask, do we trust our home? Are we, do we feel safe in our home? Can we have, we created the safety in our home and, and like, how is that showing out in the world of, of just the world of form, the world of form is so wild um, and saying, it, there's just so many more questions, which are powerful. How many questions can we continue to ask and just get to know more and, and just witness. And, and I tell people often with the work that I do right now, um, that feels so much more aligned with me. I professionally get to know nothing. <laughs> I need to know nothing. You know, like I could put so many things in the bio, but all that is irrelevant. I, 
the fact that I know that I know nothing really makes me feel, or I have been told that means I know everything. To know that I know nothing means that I know everything. That's, that is so big. And I'd even take it a step further and say that you are nobody. Mm. You are are nobody. Mm. You are nobody because if there is nothing but perfect time, which comes in the present moment, and if you aren't your body, but you are instead a soul or part of spirit that is inhabiting matter that chose to embody, literally embody this matter at this time in this world, you could have been born at any time in history. You could have been an ant. You could have been a bird. You could have been anything, but nah, you are a human being, a being yes. of many colors, expressions, and oh my goodness. And you are uh. meant to, goodness, you are <laughs> meant to be here, literally be here. Like there's a, I feel like there is a, I also talk with Kivian and obviously you know him, he's a word architect, like, and he, he, he just talks about the imperative nature of us to claim our, our words and say things. Mm-hmm. My friend Mekama, like I remember first quarter, she challenged me. I don't remember what I was saying, but it was something disempowering. She's like, don't say that. Like, don't you say create that. create with your mouth. Don't create something you don't want. Right. Why? Or don't create something you're trying to project or that mm-hmm. you're subconsciously projecting. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Embod- be, I think we have to embody it enough. And, and something you said, we can recognize that we are nobody. And I feel like, and, I, and I, I drew the curiosity when you said that we chose to be in this body. And that's why we have embodied practice. Because if we, don't embody ourselves we will easily float out of this but when we recognize i chose to be in this body this time then we would actually practice a bit more embodied awareness Mm. breath work meditation it could be chiropractic acupuncture whatever the language it is is always to get you back into your body because i think we forget that we chose to be in this body but this body is not a weapon by any means. His body is what we chose to incarnate with. And so since we chose to do that, and I think this is really, really important, especially who, for those of us who practice a lot of like spiritual practices, you chose to be in a body, which means you have to use it. It is easy to escape. It is easy to say nothing else exists. The truth is you are in this body. You are in the skin. You All of these things are so vitally important and how will you use it um, rather than how will you escape it and get away from it? So I think that's important. That's the most important thing of body work and embodied practice is we're we're saying, okay, I want to be in this body. I want to hear it more. I want to see it more. And the stillness practice connects us to that because it's easy just to be like, okay, I just want to escape. I just, I just want to, but that's disconnecting from the choice that we made. Mm. Um, and so that curiosity just came up when you, when you said that, I was like, I, I think it's important to recognize this body. I think it's easy to not. And I think something that we talked about earlier, especially with the racism is I think it, I think what's happening now is we're having embodied experiences. Mm. We're embodying those, those things to, and the only thing that can create the change in this particular plane is the body. You know what I mean? Like we, yep. we, we will have other, we will have options not options. We will come back. We will incarnate as other things and do other things. Great. Other lifetimes, 
but like Great. he chose this one to do it this time and this way and will we trust it and i think sometimes when we don't want to trust we escape our body or when we don't feel safe enough to trust we escape our body so a lot of it says how can i create safety in this body how and and i think that's what's globally happening there's one there's a wanting of safety to be in this world, in this universe. And so what we're trying to do right now is create safety. And when you can create safety, you can rest. And when you can rest, you can heal. That's it. Oh my God. Take a nice deep sip of that piece of soul coffee, y'all, or that wonderful sip of soul coffee, because that was absolutely beautiful. I love the point that you said it is so easy to run away or disassociate, which is the word I learned, disassociate from our body, which I didn't, I couldn't conceptualize until I read, and I'm going to keep bringing this book up, y'all, because it's highly important, um, shame, spiritual suicide. Because in people that go through massive traumas, whatever it may be, uh, mine being I was molested when I was younger, I didn't realize that. The, I'd even say the power of your mind and you can literally, you can literally leave your body. You can literally go somewhere. And it's something that the soul is doing your mind because your mind is not your brain. And I want that to make sure people understand too. Like your mind is not your brain. Your brain is, is an organ. Your mind though, that's something much greater that can animate the body to do things past the limits that you think that you can do. But going back to disassociating, that is highly important because it's like when you disassociate, it's like you, I don't say you leave your body, but it's like, it's like, I'd even say that's when a subluxation can occur or when there's this big trauma, that's when your body can lock itself down in a way that distorts the human frame, but it allows that emotion or that energy to be stored, that experience to be stored in the nervous system to be integrated later because it is intelligent and it is a keystone also to our evolution. So it's like now the unintegrated experiences of all people, the whole gamut of people are now coming on up because we are embodied because we, we, we have to see and we have to be aware and a mind what's once expanded or a mind that I'd even say has seen certain things and let alone the grotesque side of humanity especially with social media now amplifying things and generation shout out to generation Z, by the way, which is apparently <laughs> killing the game, like with capturing things like with their parents or with their teachers or God, whatever it may be, but they're having courageous conversations now because they have received a certain distilling of information and they have access to more information. And that's why, that's why now what has already been for hundreds of years is being captured on camera is the stories are being told people are coming out because it is easier for people to access the information and the information was always there. People just weren't attuned to it. Didn't hear it. Didn't see it. Wouldn't believe it. But now it's like when you see a video, then you are you literally get tr- put into a trance and you 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 have to see what's going to happen or if people are talking about it you have to see and then what comes with that information is is the experience of the emotion but people aren't disassociating instead they're just like they're like getting it's like a step above disassociation it's like 
oh man, it's like they're paralyzing themselves. It's like they're locking themselves. They're like, oh, there's all this energy. I don't know what to do. Um, I feel shamed. I feel guilty that this is even happening. There are, on the other side of things, I feel pain that this is happening. The pain prompting the riots, but the paralysis, or I'm curious to what is going to be the next action of those that feel like they are in paralysis or mm-hmm. that they, I'd even say, ooh, okay, to land this plan on the stop disassociation from racism when you are a white person can look like, well, I am not a racist. And that's disassociating from the responsibility that rests upon you as the vast majority in this country to do something about it. But when you say I am not a racist, that is disregarding the system. So yes, you personally may have not done something good or, or evil per se to a individual of color however the system if you choose to disassociate from that or not oh well that's not me i don't do that but now that you have the awareness to even say i'm not a racist now what are the things that you also haven't noticed or have missed or conversations you haven't had to even have an awareness to prompt you to say i'm not a racist Mm, that's powerful that the idea of dissociation is is what 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 the body will do to keep itself safe. Yes. Um, yes. Even speaking to that that space of of being molested or or anything to the it's like you can have my body but you can't have my soul. And that's why it escapes the body. Um, and and what I'm noticing now is um, as, as you termed it the subluxation of that that's happening because we're getting all of this input. It's like, I can feel it, but the question of what do I need to do and like the franticness is dissociation, dissociation on a higher level because one way was sit in stillness and let all of that move through. The other way says, let me intellectualize it or let me do something about it. And it's not necessarily doing from a place of stillness, it's doing from a place of I need to move this thing and I, I don't wanna hold on to it anymore, so let me go do a thing so that I, I'm not a racist. Um, and, and, and we can't, and what's interesting is universe doesn't understand direction. It understands I am whatever you said. So not a racist translates universally to, I am a racist. That's what, that's, that's the direction that you're moving in because, because those, those things don't, those things don't matter. I'm not a racist or that's why I tell people don't speak and don't use what you're not going to do because it tells you where your energy is going. Your energy is only going in that direction. You can't move in a negative direction. You just, it can't. Right. Um, and I think that that's, that's so power to, powerful to even put the two together and just note like the, the, the language of dissociation is wild. And I think a lot of it's like, I don't want to feel it in my body. So let me feel it in my mind and let me like figure out how to read my way through this. Um, the thing about reading is it brings those emotions back or let me figure out what can I go do to make myself feel better. And just uh, like someone coming to a chiropractor, I mean, I don't know why people go to chiropractors or what chiropractors claim at times, but you don't go to go feel better. You go to go feel. Yes. Sister, um, yes and yes. so like, are we, are we, is that where we're going? Or are we trying to the feel good because good is a judgment and that's a positivity bias, which is 
which is sat in white supremacy, which the system of racism is. Like, if we want to go there, then we can go there. But the truth is, I'm going to feel, and I'm going to allow myself to feel. But the dissociation says, I got to keep myself safe. And so there's part of it that says, right now, what, what are we doing? Are we awake or are we like sitting in the space of safety? And the powerful thing is just to recognize what you're doing and then decide if you're going to shift it more than thinking that you're actually doing something because you're doing nothing but projecting your sense of unsafety onto other people by sending out emails, sending me stuff saying like, giving me all of the guilt that you have. What does that have to do with me? What you're trying to do (laughs) is like project it instead of feel it. Feel that shit. That's I mm. need to have these conversations with all of these people and I don't know how to have these conversations. First, you have to recognize that you're not different than those people. If you recognize that the thing that you need to tell them about is the same thing that you need to tell yourself about, then you won't ask me about the conversation. What you will do is recognize it within yourself and then share the truth, the revealing of your findings from a place of here rather than I need to tell you something. No darling what's true is you're not recognizing that in yourself and you're ready to just escape it by teaching that's once again that system is that system the system of i need to be above you is the system of racism of white supremacy how things go there's different colors of people who do it but the thing is we're talking about the system and we can recognize the system here then we'll stop projecting and feeling the need to be a good person because that is a judgment. You are either being a human or you're not being a human right now. You're either feeling or you're not feeling right now. And, and I think the experience looks, is very different for everybody. But the thing about it truly is, is are you, are you, are you allowing that which wants to be revealed to through, to, through, seen felt no is that that needs to come through you getting space to do that or are we finding a way to escape it Uh, which is why the system was created out of necessity because there were (laughs) there was genocide going on there was annexation of land and there was enslavement of a people that were brought for uh to help the economy get boosted so you have to you have to put a system of power in there to keep it that way and so recognize that maybe you're doing the same thing that the system's doing. Um, and then, but the, I always will say, recognize it. Because when you can recognize it, you can name it and you can own it. Now you're making a conscious choice. Nice. I'd, ra- I, I'd rather you make conscious choices than you make unconscious choices any day. Because when we jump into unconscious, now you're blaming everyone else. And now, but the truth says, what will I consciously do right now? What am I taking responsibility for and how will I create the change for that? And if everybody did that, then all of the systems wouldn't need to be here anymore. Mm. But since everybody isn't doing that, shit got to get burnt down. (laughs) And maybe out of the new light, you will see how the systems are being, boo-boo. But hey, even then, there's no guarantee. Oh, mistaken. Let's, yeah. let's be clear what I believe, but I'll be. I'll also say, mm-hmm. I think we're getting to the point right now yep. in the space of feeling and embodying because mm-hmm. we chose to be in this body. And I think from childhood we numbed it. 
by trying to train our brain into what's right and what's wrong. Can I appease the teacher? Can I appease my parents by figuring out how to manipulate myself enough so that I can be accepted, I can be loved, I can be felt, I can be hugged or all those kinds of things. Like how have I manipulated myself? So at the beginning of life, you figured out how to manipulate yourself and not be the truth of who you are. And I think right now, those things are just a bit less available for us to do because you might as well, you're going to sit in front of your mirror and so much is being, you can't do it with yourself. It's not fun. (laughs) That's why, that's why there's this thing called tribes. (sighs) That's why there's this thing called community because you don't have to have all the answers. That's why you have elders who aren't supposed to be stuck in nursing homes and doped up on medication, by the way. Like They're wise. Poor, We're all wise, but they, they like, no, <laughs> they know they've been around for a little bit longer, like talking to, it's been super grounding to talk to Dr. Xavier Tipler, Dr. Frank Vaught of Evoke Chiropractic because your struggle, they say your struggle is my struggle. And they, Dr. Xavier, uh, Xavier is 40, thinks he's, he's 43, but man looks, they all look fantastic by the way. Like black don't crack. That's, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but anyways, what, punched me in the heart so so deeply was when you said it's the numbing of our children so that way they can feel that they can be accepted by their parents or by their friends or by the teachers and they get really good at manipulating themselves develop personas and you develop a persona you jump in and out of it you can recognize when you're having a particular response what persona are you working in? And I've done some recent work um, over the last year. And what was interesting about that work is we had to name those personas so that we can know That's that, good. oh, this, this person's coming out to play right now. Um, this person like feels like they need to protect everybody. This person feels like if, if we can name really what good. we're doing, then, then it gets fun. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> Tif- Tiffany's here today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany is, is right, because Tiffany needs to protect everybody. Tiffany um, doesn't know anything outside of like making sure everybody else is okay because Tiffany doesn't know how to feel her own feelings. And if I'm aware that Tiffany's playing right now, then we're like, oh, so who did you bring to the sleepover? Who did you bring to the sleepover? Because that child, that the true essence of us is the curiosity. The true essence of us always wants to know. The true essence doesn't really care about much. It doesn't need to manipulate anything, but it was shut down so early that we formed all of these personas for protection. We, we formed these personas so that um, you formed a persona so that you could be the type of student that you are. You know, I need to get these grades so that I can do this or I can be known as this. Or I need this particular piece of paper so I can be recognized. Nothing's good, bad, or different. They're all in judgments. But we recognize all we're doing is playing game question is are you conscious of how you're playing it oh are you do you remember (laughs) that you are the the game piece on the board of life and do you also know that you are the person that is moving the game piece at the same time a lot of people think that they're just the game piece when it's like nah you get to like collect to uh go go across go (laughs) collect 200 like do that as many times as you freaking want however um due to these systems at place as i just saw this amazing five and a half minute video on Facebook of, uh, goodness, I wish I remembered her name, um, but it was a black lady, go figure. Um, but she articulated <laughs> how these systems at hand been playing for four, have been playing for hundreds of years mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. 
but you've taken away my money. You've burned, like we started doing this on our own independently of y'all. And then you took and burned my monopoly. You burned my houses. You like, you burned my resources. Like you, you burned mm-hmm. that shit. And now you want me to do that again. But then I'm also <laughs> paying you to feed into the system. And she was just going, I was just, in, I was just like astounded. Cause I haven't mm-hmm. heard it that passionately yet that factually as well talking about roswell talking about oklahoma talking about like the spaces and places that we've created our own wealth independent of things and yet still the system at large was like oh shit like they're gaining power let's fucking destroy them let's destroy their ability to cultivate that wealth for them so that way they can feed back into ours and now the system's regulating itself that's what it always Um, does and now now not that system universal system is right and now the universal so. system's like okay if we need to see some fires and shit like light some light some shits on up you know Ugh. you see that you either trust you either trust what's being revealed or you don't trust what's being revealed mm. but if what's being revealed mm. causes a stir that i need to make a move i need to change and do you trust that your part in it is 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 important for that what still needs to emerge i think we can spend a lot of time on the content and we can spend a lot of time on what is happening. But truthfully, I think a question is, what's being stirred up inside of me? Mm. And that's where the stillness says, all of that that I saw stirred this inside of me and the next right action is this. Because that's all, that's it. The next right action is what? You don't really need to ask the question. You know, if you embody it enough and you listen clearly, you know exactly what the next right action is. Yes. And it just, it doesn't need to be a whole conglomeration of steps and people can stop themselves because like, oh, I got to do this, 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 or they don't even know what the vision is or where they're going a lot of the time. But it's like, no, (laughs) just take the next step, boo. Like, just take the next step. And then guess what? That next staircase step will reveal itself. And there's there's probably a guardrail there that in case you miss your step, you know, you can catch yourself, but it's important Mm -hmm. that you step it's important. Mm-hmm. It will reveal itself. That requires trust to know that it will reveal itself. That's the constant. That's the essence. That's the inner child essence to know that when you, when you think of children, they don't care about what's next. They care about what's now and whatever's next yes. from now will reveal itself. And I, that's, that's the, that is the trust. That is the level of trust that we have to have. If we don't have that level of trust, we will resist. Does that mean what is to be done won't be done? Absolutely not, because resistance is holiness as well. You know, and it always goes back to, we can speak this in the language of the body and saying like, when, when, when we're, if we want to talk about chiropractic, if somebody resists that, do we trust the resistance or do we, do we need to, to uh, place the power over it and say, no, your resistance isn't divine. The body knows exactly what it needs to do and what it can handle at that particular moment. It needs absolutely nothing else. So when it resists and when it says, I don't want this, the same mm. way that you said, I don't want this when you were younger, are we going to listen to this? Or are we going to mm. do the same, repeat the same things that had happened to Oof. us over and over and over again? How much as practitioners do we trust the bodies that are in front of us? Oh, Man. I don't even know how long this was supposed to be. Are we? Are we oh, we don't. There's no, there's no time limit, dog. There's no. Time. What is time? <laughs> what is? 
I'll tell you what, it's 609 and it doesn't feel like we, cause we started this what 506 or something. And then we jumped into this, this wormhole of presence. And now we're just, Love now it. we just happen to, now we're just having to peek our heads out now and oh, 609. <laughs> that's cool. And Welcome I imagine, to my life. Well, <laughs> that's why I have a calendar. That is why everything is calendar. Yes. So I like had, and, and I knew that this, I knew. The divine intelligence inside of me knew that nothing could come after this today. Because Ooh. what if I, you know, if I had a thing to do, it would be like, okay, I got to have a thing to do and I need to make sure I have alarms set because I really just like to be in the present moment and say, okay, so where do I need to show up next? How do I need to show up yes. next? Because it's just presence. And I know that that's my work in the world. And, you know, it's interesting. I, I'm curious, what is your work in the world? What is, what, what do you, what, what is, what is the essence of Jamal? Oh, man. I think this is one of the first times someone's asking me a question. It's just amazing. And my brother Oscar asked me today, he said, who is Jamal? Mm. He said, not the matter. He's like, no, who is Jamal? I'm a conduit. Mm-hmm. I'm a conduit of source. I'm a conduit of universe. I'm a conduit of God, of just allowing others to give them the permission to be more of themselves, unbridled, unrestricted, unshackled. That comes with a lot of my work, but it comes with just how I walk and how I move with life. And that I'm only a product of those around me, which is why I feel that it's so important. That's why with chiropractic, it's like, I'm a doctor of life expression. That's why I'm the hype man for healthcare professionals. I'll even throw it on this podcast right now and declare it to the universe as the universe is always taking notes. I'm, I'm the hype man for black and Hispanic healthcare professionals because that invigorates my soul. I am a brother of Delta Sigma Chi chiropractic paternity. I'm a facilitator in Kairos training culture. It's like, and I am a student of life and I'm a being of life and I'm a brother and oh my God, I'm a son, I'm a cousin. Like it goes on and on and on. But the common denominator doc, which I appreciate your question is, I'm here to be a conduit for source for others to experience more life per moment and live an unshackled life. Oh. <laughs> you know, when I got that moment and I was like, Oh, he dropped in. You said, I heard the essence permission. That's mm. what I heard. I heard a lot of things which are very powerful. But when I heard you say permission, I was like, Yes, his being is that permission that is needed for for whatever needs to happen to happen. Yes, but I there's, heard no, there's no box that you show up in this world as permission. I am permission. You don't have to say permission. You just show up and you stand someplace, and people are like. That is permission for me to show up. This is permission. So I just want to speak right now and know and hold that so dearly that permission will be the language that you grow to understand and know more inside your body and have more time in the stillness of how to continue to develop and to grow, not how to be permission, not how to be permission by any means, but to continue to be permission because permission is the very, very, very breath that you breathe. That is something that will continue to flow through every single cell of your body. There is never a moment that you will need to figure out how to figure that out 
or, or put it in your brain. You are permission and you have the permission. You are the very thing that you need. And so when you find that you don't have the permission at times, I invite you to look in the mirror and, and, and just not even have to do a thing, but to look and see the permission. Just see the permission. Breathe into that permission. Know into that permission because you are that permission. Heart. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Uh, that's why I can't wait for these podcast interviews to be like in person so that way I can like, <laughs> jump up, give like a big hug, like and everything, you know. <laughs> ah, but what is that? You know, it's energy. I feel it. I feel like I can feel it yes. in my heart right now. Mm. Just just that awareness that you are and there's nothing else for you to do. That conduit that you are, like that conduit is just full of permission. Like that's the language you speak. That is everything. So oh, just to hear you speak that and to affirm that. It just felt, I felt so much power through my body. Ooh, yes, ma'am. Oh, man, it's interesting even as is it in testament to the work that I still need to do. It's like, yes, you can disassociate from like, oh goodness, traumatic things. And I'd even say even to an extent, deflect a compliment of the soul level, a compliment, even of just like, doc, you look beautiful today. I love your hair, whatever it is. And people are like, oh, well, I just got out of the shower. I just threw it up or, oh, this thing, it was wrinkled or whatever. But it's like, ah, wait, mm, mm, mm. Oh. Sit still, receive that. It's like, receive uh -huh. that because you deserve it because that is the universe experiencing and appreciating more of itself by seeing itself. And it recognizes that in you that it felt compelled to move the matter and vibration on up the throat and say, hey, you look, insert here, you feel amazing. I love your energy. Like, and that is the biggest compliment because to then not receive that is Take the safety pin example. If y'all don't picture a safety pin, if y'all are listening there, the safety pin isn't complete if you deflect that comment. But if you close that safety pin cycle, you are now complete for the receiver and for uh, the giver of that compliment for an equal energy exchange. Symbiosis. And that's one of my biggest values. I'm here for it. I'm here. <laughs> And I do want to share because it did come up as I'm feeling it. I do identify as non-binary. So it's really interesting that I moved through the life. I moved through the world um, not playing. That gender is not a game that I play. And so sometimes when I hear ma'am, when I hear that, it, like, it hits me and I'm like, it's really interesting, one, to be curious. Oh, mm. wow, that's how Jamal sees me. Um, and then two, to say, and I would like to share that I move through the world on in, in a very fluid way. And mm. that feels very true for me. Um, it feels very true that the really interesting when you spoke of anchoring, uh, spoke of permission, when I speak of presence, that's the thing that I anchor myself into. And so nice. one, another thing that I don't generally anchor myself into is like gender. It's a wild construct. And I didn't feel I didn't feel embodied for 32 years of my life until I let go of that for myself. Wow. Not what anybody else needs to do. So when I hear it, it hits me, but then I'm also like curious of like, it's interesting to hear how you see me. Um, mm -hmm. But something else that you spoke to um, 
when you know the essence of who you are, when you, when you have the moment to disassociate, you can have a thing to associate with. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when you yeah. have that moment of like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. For me, it's like, okay, come back to presence. For you, it's like, I have the permission to do whatever it is that I need to do right now in this body. So when you know your essence, uh, the thing that you can do is you can always anchor when you feel those moments that you're jumping out of your body. I have permission to be here. I have permission nice. to be in this space. Um, but anyway, that came, all that came up when <laughs> I heard yes. <laughs> when I heard yes, ma'am. And it's like, at, at first things used to close me down. I'm like, oh my goodness, people don't see me. But then I'm like, oh my goodness, what opportunity do I have to share the truth mm. of who I am? Mm. And and what I've noticed in many interviews that I've had is I have no agenda with that. But many people say, my goodness, I never thought to explore that. I never thought that there was this thing that I, I couldn't feel true in my body mm. for so long. And like, how does it feel? What's interesting, you saying ma'am gave me permission. That's the thing. It's like it gave me permission to announce the like, the fluidity of who I am. It's just, it's wild how who you are will always continue to seek to, to be known. And it's, it's interesting because when I say that about my identity, uh, which is very, very fluid, um, it's not to put me in a pigeonhole. It's to say that it's always fluid. And so it's not to get anybody's mind to say, this is what I need to do, or this is what I, no, I think, the question is, how can I create connection with people and intimacy with people that I'm always never, well, I'm never assuming anything, but I'm asking to know you better. Mm. And that was my opportunity to be known more, you know, to your podcast audience or whatever. Yes. But yes. sometimes I notice not saying those things. And then other times I'm like, the, the fluidity of the universe wants to be known through your identity. So it's up to you to share that. Yeah. Um, or not. Or not. Mm. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Oh my goodness. And I love, and I love that because I've said it in the past before to women predominantly, um, like, yes, ma'am. And then that can lead to, oh, well, don't call me that or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I love that you were curious and I want y'all, this is the essence. This is the essence of this, this, this podcast episode in particular. <laughs> right. And I'd even we're getting say, somewhere. Right, right. No, don't worry. We, we, we've always been going somewhere and this has been the wonderful journey that we've on. You know what I mean? No, um, I trust it. Yeah. <laughs> the other elements of this podcast episode. <laughs> but it's in the curiosity, it allows for more exploration and more depth. And uh, I'd even say not a symbiosis, but an exchange of information because Ooh. I called Dr. Crystal Jones. I said, yes, ma'am out of respect because she is someone that I respect versus like, Oh, well, I'm just trying to be this rigid. (laughs) No, but it it is, it's interesting. The, the, I don't say the dichotomy, but my intention versus the impact or my intention versus how you receive that, that that's why communication is so crucially imperative and without, Oh man, that's a whole nother podcast. That was intention versus (laughs) impact. Um, and if you give yourself the permission, I even combine the two. If you pr- give yourself permission to be curious about the triggers, about social media posts, about your friends that are around you, your family that's around you, what you might be feeling inside of you, where your body might be, where you might be holding tension, 
goodness, if you can give yourself the permission of being a kid at recess, and I even say a kid, like at a new playscape, like your your mom mm-hmm. or dad just brought you somewhere new. <laughs> Go have fun. You got X amount of time. There's monkey bars over here. There's a slide over here. There's a put whatever it may be. I remember even just recess, like running down the hill of O'Connell Elementary, just being like, yeah, let's go. What are we going to do today? And I love this to dig it up a little bit. Um, it circles back to the kids aren't worried about like, well, what's next? Now nah, they're worried about what's now. And I'd even say kids. <sighs> how do I word this? kids hmm, now have distractions from the present moment that didn't quite exist at the level that they did shoot when we were coming when i'm sure i was a 90s baby coming on up then because <laughs> i feel like my generation was the last one where we would play until like the lights or the street lights would come on mm-hmm. and then we'd go into things and cartoons had to be a higher level because it was either cartoons or just go outside it's like well i want to go outside and be present with my friends like so they had to make really really good <laughs> cartoons and things i'd even say with value too as well like they taught you like moral lessons and shit um but man oh my goodness have you gone back and watched them and been like oh my goodness oh my goodness i can't believe i watched that that was so deep but you didn't right. think it then but then you're like oh that kind of framed my worldview cool mm, cool <laughs> cool and uh the last episode with uh jose alejandro we talked about lion king and the depth of the of what Simba goes through, I'm like, yo, I watched that at I was like six or seven, I think that was 1999. So, and I still remember the impact that it had on me back then to live a more goodness, like wholesome life, and appreciate my dad and all the things. So it's like there's there's magic in being a kid. There's magic mm-hmm. in being a kid. And 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 there's an invitation for you to bring that to bring that to life. Mm-hmm. You know, like. To anybody that's listening to this, to myself, to you, saying, how can I invite more of that in my life? Nothing has actually changed except more years on this planet. And how can I invite more of that in my life? Mm. That person's not gone. That person, that person yes. has, has, yes. has a bunch of personas that have been added on top of that. But that person is not gone. How can you, when you stop being a kid, how can you bring that person to life? You know, how can you, how can you feed that? How can you feed that joy and that peace that is your, the true nature of your being? How can we do that? And it's a question that opens curiosity of saying, oh, I could do that. Or I could ask that question. Or I could want to know that more. Um, And then your personas can come out that have always kept you safe, which are very valuable in your life. Because had you not had them, you wouldn't be here. And then saying, okay, so this this persona is taking over right now. It needs to keep me safe. Okay. I'm just more conscious about it. And then think, instead of thinking that that's my personality. Mm-hmm. Cause I love the, and I think that's a really big, write this down. I think that's really <laughs> big to be able to have a tool because I remember even the first time, like I heard being able to identify your name when you're being insert here. And it's like, Oh, Jamel came out to play today. Okay. He's got to do X, Y, Z. Well, bro, whenever you're done, you know, reel it on in, you know, but it gives an awareness to it, which I think is the bigness of the name because we're so Mm -hmm. judgmental and we need to compartmentalize shit in our brain as humans. So being able to identify something or an action or a capacity such as that, it's okay to observe because you're becoming Mm -hmm. the conscious observer. It's like, oh, that's my, that can be my emotion or that can be an old habit. It's like, 
okay, I observed that. Now, how can I reel that on in? Because it's not where I want to stay. This is where I want to go back to. Mm -hmm. Move forward in the direction of can't ever go back. Mm, Nice, nice move. How can I? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like it can, because I did this, I did this like wave motion for my people that can't see. I did this wave motion in front (laughs) of me. It's like, instead, not that you're pulling your arm back to you, but instead you're going out into things and oh my god to begin to to begin to wrap this conversation on up which has been so much fun it's a principle that dr lance von state talks about where or we talk about in kairos training culture is like you can't have distal mobility without proximal stability ah yes you can't you have to anchor yeah. Otherwise you'll, you'll injure yourself. You'll overextend yourself. If you think about it in the emotional sense, if you're not grounded and you don't know who you are or what your values are, you don't have the questions, mm. the journal prompts to reel you back in the strategies to reel you back in. And not that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a, a place to be, but it's like, you're, you're able to observe in a, in a neutral space, but it's like, if you just get supercharged and you don't know who you are, you might just injure yourself or i'd even say those around you or repel those around you from you with how you're being in a little bit more extreme of a way that's just a little bit out of alignment with who you actually are ah mm. oh, this is great oh, this is fantastic this is this is wonderful i feel like this could just <laughs> be going for like another hour or two <laughs> Well, I mean, presence never ends with me. So you always have to stop me from it, you know? So that's the thing. It's like, so where I'm going to, what's, once I'm done with this, it's like, how will I be present? Mm. Where will I be present? And that's so beautiful. I'm happy about the gift that the path that I've chosen in life, you know? Oh, as you should, excuse me, as you deserve. Yeah, there you go. As you deserve. I try not to use the word should, so it's nice. Right? To- it's kind of a curse word, kind of, a little bit. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, what, if, what if should was treated as a curse word? Like, oh my, that's some real, see, I can use swears very colorfully, but <laughs> that, that other S word, that S-H, not S-H-I-T, not S-H-O-U-L-D. Yeah, nah, you shouldn't, that's, yeah, oh, oh swore. Mm. Mm, interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay how can uh how can our friends our, our listeners that have tuned into this wonderful adventure uh connect <laughs> with you uh outside of the podcast um you know i keep it simple for myself really dr nice. crystal jones <laughs> so it's uh it's that on any type of social media it's d-r-c-r-y-s-t-a-l-j-o-n-e-s and my website is www.drcrystaljones.com um, and, uh, for anybody that wants to connect, I look forward to creating that connection, whether it be in person or it be um, in the ethers. I'm just here for it. <sighs> Cause always present. Always. Always. I mean, always. I jump in and out of from time to time. Let's be real. Yeah, pra- yeah. Presence is my practice. Ooh. <laughs> so I just get, I do it a lot now. I do it a lot. I need to make that clear. Whatever your practice is, you need to practice. But for me, presence is my practice. Mm -hmm. And you can see when I'm in it and when you can see when I'm out of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, thank you for embodying all of it, this this wonderful episode. And Mm -hmm. one last question for you, the Soul Coffee Podcast question, Mm -hmm. which is, how would you describe your flavor of soul coffee to the world? Ah. Mm-hmm.
my flavor. Mm. You know, I, I can't drink coffee. Or I, it's not that I can't drink coffee. It doesn't do well with me. Mm-hmm. But, but the idea of coffee, my flavor would be absolutely black. Intense, powerful, just is what it is, very raw. We're going to say my soul coffee is black and very powerful. Mmm, got that BVP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Dr. Crystal Jones, thank you so much for blessing everybody's ears today, their spirits today. This, oh my goodness, what an adventure this was. Y'all, if this resonated with you, please follow Dr. Crystal Jones on Instagram. Hit her on up, send her some love, subscribe, download, drop a five-star review for your boy, hashtag Soul Coffee. Make this thing, just just share this thing, y'all, because if we can continue as we are already, as we're already at a thousand downloads for this podcast in just a short, short few weeks, yes, now, let's get it. Um, man, there's going to be more human beings that are having more depthful conversations and experiencing more of their truth and walking in permission for themselves. And oh my goodness, the, the fruit of the expression to come from that, the world and the, the world for the future kids. And like, it's, it's like, it's the fruit of what's to come for everybody. So it's blessing the ecosystem for what's to come y'all. So thank y'all for tuning on in. Um, and until next week, we'll see ya. Peace. It's the clothing, it's the clothing.